What's up, guys? This is CJ from the teaching team at The Fold, and you are listening to At Coffee with The Fold. I'm so glad that you're tuning in with us this week as we take a deep dive into conversations that are relevant for our community. This podcast features guests from inside our community, from outside our community, who have something important to say and share that's relevant for our formation into the likeness of Jesus as we pursue the healing and wholeness of Jesus by finding home, family, and purpose. What's up, guys? You're jumping in into the middle of a conversation here that Heath and I started in the last episode. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, I would highly recommend going back and starting there. The rest of this episode is going to make a lot more sense. We are going to drop you in about a minute before we cut off last week just to make sure that we're all back on the same page. I'm excited about this conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Let's jump in with the spiritual disciplines, if we do these as an act of righteousness or as an act of proving or, um, or something like that, as if, as if this is a, in some way earning, Dallas Willard said, um, grace is opposed to earning, but not to effort. Right. right? Um, if we do that then we miss the spiritual discipline, then the the discipline becomes another legalism. Right. Mm. Um, If we do it as somehow an act of, Uh, proving our righteousness to God or others. Um, But if we do them as wisdom in which we are formed, then, um, then they've, they become valuable in and of themselves. And this kind of leads us in and almost answers the next question that I've written down, which is what are the roadblocks to the spiritual disciplines conversation? It seems like one of the primary roadblocks, even for myself thinking about teaching the disciplines is that we, we inadvertently teach people a, um, a legalistic practice and not a a contemplative uh, wisdom, mm. right? We we teach people to do something to try to gain from God right. rather than teaching people the traditional practices in which we encounter God. Mm. You know, yeah. Um, and that that seems to me, you know, even in we're we're heavily influenced by the free grace movement in our current state and evangelicalism. We react very negatively to any idea of anything that would like create space for God to encounter us because it right. feels like we have to earn something. Yeah. Um, so there's this tension that we have to walk um, of making sure that when we say discipline, we're not saying law, mm. um, yeah. but we are saying practice. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's. Um, I think it's our natural tendency. Mm-hmm. Like we've been so, I say we, I mean all of us, myself included, mm-hmm. have been um, unconsciously, I think, co-opted by the way the world works. Mm-hmm. And and so often the church works in the same way. Yeah. Like if you're not valuable to the church, if you can't produce for the church, mm-hmm. then you don't, you know, you don't feel like you belong mm-hmm. or... Um, Again, you feel useless and mm-hmm. unseen. Um, and I think we bring that into the disciplines. Mm-hmm. We bring that into our relationship with God, this idea of transaction. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a way to sort of um, avoid that kind of roadblock is to continue to remind ourselves the point of the disciplines is uh, all the disciplines, fasting, 
prayer, um, even like inductive Bible study, um, solitude and silence, you know, the list can go on. Mm-hmm. The point of all of those disciplines is intimacy. Yeah. Um, the point of all those disciplines is a becoming mm-hmm. of who God has actually created us to be. Mm-hmm. We can only become when we allow the Holy Spirit space to transform our hearts into mm-hmm. a greater sense of Christ-likeness mm-hmm. or um, a greater yeah. sense of, of who God has created us to be. So I think um, reminding ourselves of the point and the purpose is key in you know, avoiding the, the, the roadblock of um, you know, viewing the disciplines as law mm-hmm. or righteousness. Um, yeah. And I do think... We, we all have to be patient with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm constantly um, taken aback by how I have unconsciously been formed by the systems and the powers. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy for me to get frustrated with myself. That's my, that's my reactionary. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my reaction most of the time when I notice that is to be frustrated and to be really maybe disappointed or angry, um, but God is patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gives us room to practice the disciplines poorly, Yeah, even at, yeah. at some time. I mean, the goal is to right practice, mm-hmm. right? Um, and practicing right practice rightly, mm-hmm. which sounds a little redundant, but, um, but God gives us space to yeah. fail. You know, he gives us space to, to miss the mark. He gives us space to... Um, even have wrong motivations because that's going to be inevitable because we have mm-hmm. we've been formed. We're all being formed, right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think it, it it bears mentioning we're all being formed by something or yeah. someone. Um, people are being formed by news networks. People are being formed by political parties. Yeah. Um, so God God knows how deeply we're already formed mm-hmm. into um, unhealthy patterns mm-hmm. and unhealthy be- behaviors and practices. So. He's going to be patient with us as we endeavor to train in um, in the disciplines, yeah. and so I think we need to be patient with ourselves as well. Um, that's a fruit of the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's what we're told love is: it's patient, mm-hmm. it's kind, and, and this is God's posture towards us: is patience. Yeah. And so, yeah, so. absolutely. And you know, the the difference between. Um, the practice of the spiritual disciplines and practicing basketball is that we have the Holy Spirit who meets us in the spiritual disciplines, right? right? So, so if we come yeah. with a humble heart yeah. asking to meet the Holy Spirit, then even in our faulty practice, right. the Holy Spirit can reveal truth to us, yeah. right? Um, and that is the beauty of this, is that you know we make it a legalistic practice mm-hmm. when we choose to approach it with... Um, accomplishment or performance in our mind rather mm-hmm. than humility and surrender and obedience yeah. to the to the Holy Spirit, encountering the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's worth pointing this out that the the spiritual disciplines, if you really examine what most of them are, they are the basic foundational elements of relationship. Yeah. Um, but because God is not physical and here with us, um, we need practices that will help us form that relationship. Yeah. But if you think about it, you know, um, for anyone who has a close friend or who is married or in, in any way in a close relationship, um, it requires conversation, um, silent conversation, honest conversation, um, expressive conversation, all of the things that would go into prayer. It requires study, 
right? It requires knowing that person, but it's not just study because that's stalking. It it <laughs> also requires um, listening and abiding in the presence of that person and receiving and humbling yourself to receive from that person. It requires a degree of fasting because for any deep friendship or romantic relationship to thrive, you have to lay down something to choose the other person. And in the feeling of the denial of that thing, you are drawn in intimacy and closeness to that other person. Um, you know, confession, a healthy relationship requires admitting shortcomings and um, sharing the value of the relationship and telling the whole truth about both people involved. You know, and when you get to any spiritual discipline, if you really examine what it is, you can find its reflection in any sort of close, intimate relationship, you know, in which you are, you are growing in intimacy yeah. with that person. Um, so these spiritual disciplines become the, the designated practices that help us form that relationship with God who is spirit right? Who is not mm -hmm. physically here with us. Mm -hmm. Because I might, if I am becoming a healthy person, I might naturally do those things with my spouse, or mm -hmm. at least I might, without a clear boundary, find those things. But mm -hmm. I won't find those things in a spiritual relationship without some sort of designated boundary or guided practice. So the mm -hmm. spiritual disciplines, they are formative um, in that they build exactly what you said. Why are they important? They build intimacy, they draw us to intimacy with the Lord. Um, is there anything else you want to you want to add to that before we um, jump into, I guess, our last question for the first episode of this series? Um, I think maybe it's just my parting thought around this question would be that uh, our we really want to fix ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um. And we see the disciplines. I think I think I've seen disciplines before as a means, and uh, and but the end is fixing myself. Yeah. Um, but the disciplines um, are about changing our habits and mm -hmm. leaving the changing of our hearts to the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and giving the Holy Spirit space to change our hearts again. Yeah. Stuff we, we we've hit on already, but. Yeah. Um, uh, what is the serenity prayer? And I can't remember. It's like change, uh, Lord, give me the oh, yeah, yeah. serenity to um, change what I can, and basically accept and what I can. The peace to accept the things that I can't. Change. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it really is the you know the practicing disciplines are um, like kind of surmised in mm -hmm. that that serenity prayer. Yeah, you know, it's uh, and you mentioned earlier, grace is opposed to earning, but not efforts. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going, God is not going to live this you know, Christian life for me, mm -hmm. right? We're going to have to exert effort and energy mm -hmm. um, to to embody the way of Christ. It's, it's, um, it's the only way that yeah. we will actually embody the way of Christ. But it's not all on, like the basketball analogy, it's mm -hmm. all on my talent, my gifting. Mm -hmm. But you're right, this, this, the spiritual disciplines is about a partnership. Mm -hmm. And the good news is, like, <laughs> the, the most significant partner um, is completely equipped mm -hmm. to do exactly what needs to be done yeah. in our hearts. Yeah. Um, but we do, we do have to, um, yeah, we do have to, to bring ourselves to the table, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. We are indwelled by the Holy Spirit. We don't just have a coach. We've got someone living inside us right. who, as we learn to listen to and come under the guidance of, it's right. like if, you know, to, to, 
kill this basketball analogy. It's like Michael Jordan living inside you, and you just have to learn to to like surrender yeah. to what he says to do. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, good. that's we don't have a coach just telling us what to do. We have someone indwelling us mm. and forming us um, and guiding us into what to do. Um, so we've we've talked a lot about the spiritual disciplines. It's it's um, a broadly. Um, there are different lists of what the spiritual disciplines are. Um, there are foundational ones, solitude, silence, scripture, prayer, fasting, confession, service, worship. Um, but then depending on the list you read, there are a handful of others that can get added or taken away. At the fold, we like to talk about creativity as a spiritual yeah. discipline. Giving is almost always in the list of spiritual disciplines. Um, but f- for our last question to close up this first episode um, – if you had if you had only 60 seconds to give somebody here's here's the best thing you can do to start practicing spiritual disciplines how could you start tomorrow um, in 60 seconds what would you tell them not that they have to have 60 seconds but you have right. 60 seconds okay that. am I on a timer no okay because I might take a little bit more than 60 seconds <laughs> but I'll try not to take a lot more than All 60 right. seconds cool uh, I think reading some content mm-hmm would be helpful, uh, particularly, I mentioned before, um, Dallas Willard's work, uh, S- uh, Spirit of the Disciplines, mm-hmm. and or Richard Foster's Celebration of the Disciplines. Yeah. I think they're super accessible, kind mm-hmm. of a good primer mm-hmm. um, so that you can enter in with with um, with a lot of knowledge as to what the, the different disciplines entail. It, it is interesting, you mentioned before, the different lists mm-hmm. in uh, Celebration of the Disciplines. There's... 12 disciplines and then spirit of the disciplines there's 15 <laughs> you know so um i agree with you there's you know i'd say six to eight foundational mm-hmm. um practices in which i think some of those other um disciplines on the list kind of f- can flow from mm-hmm. sure yeah. um so i would say a good starting point would be to read mm-hmm. uh again one or both of those works begin reading them at least mm-hmm. um but uh Begin to lean into the foundational ones we've already mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. silence. Well, you can take 10 minutes out of your day today mm-hmm. and say, I'm just going to be still. I'm going to be silent before the Lord. I'm going yeah. to get alone and be silent. In essence, that's solitude as well because you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're getting alone. Mm-hmm. Right? Solitude is, is my choice to be alone and to be unproductive. Mm-hmm. Um, in, other, in other words, it's, it's simply me offering myself fully to God um, and again, without any agendas, which is really hard, mm-hmm. that's something that takes time for God to sort of sort out and show us all of our ambitions and agendas in that mm-hmm. space. But um, if I'd say, man, take 10 minutes today and be alone and be quiet mm-hmm. uh, and try to um, lean into like a rhythmic practice of that. I think that's a place you can start. I think fasting, mm-hmm. you know, once a week. Uh, fasting like one meal a week, breakfast, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I could go on. I, obviously, I think that inductive Bible study is something that we probably, a lot of folks listening are already at least very aware of, and mm-hmm. and I'm going to assume to a degree already practice. Mm-hmm. And then, of, of course, um, you know, voicing prayer to God is mm-hmm. something that's already practiced. So I think the the... The hope would be to lean into um, the disciplines that are that are not being mm-hmm. um, or not a part of your life already. And yeah. so I think I, foundationally for me, that's been solitude, silence, um, meditation, mm-hmm. and um, 
and I, you know, fasting, uh, and maybe meditation. There's abiding prayer. We can talk yeah. about that too. Maybe put that on the yeah yeah like, podcast. Link it to the podcast mm-hmm. as a resource. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are yeah places people can start. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are all very very attainable. Um, something that I do um, is on my drive to work. I drive about. 25 minutes to work every day, I have marked from when I get out of my driveway to an exit that I take, um, that I never turn on anything. Um, I resist the urge to listen to a book or podcast or even music or anything that would feel productive um, and use that time to be silent um, and to notice God's presence with me. Um, I I would recommend that, you know, um, in addition to those things or another way to jump in would be to... um, to take a morning, a Saturday morning, from 9 to noon, grab your Bible, and that's all, and be by yourself for three hours, whether that's in your bedroom at your house or whether that's um, in a beautiful resource like the Potter's Place um, that's in the town of Central South Carolina or whether that's just going on a hike. Um, Get in that extended time of silence and solitude. It takes an average person about two hours for their mind to still so that you can actually notice that you're alone without feeling anxious. Um, and then that last hour, after you've done the uncomfortable work of getting still, yeah. um, you can finally start um, to enjoy silence and solitude for what it is. Yeah. Um, but that is, that's harder. You might have to schedule that into a Saturday morning or something like that. Um, but I think that's also an attainable yeah. step for someone to, to see kind of the intrusive value of silence where it disrupts yeah. your day. Yeah, I think um, maybe for, as a closing thought for me, and mm-hmm. again, you know, it uh, doesn't have to close our podcast, but, yeah. well, I do want to have the last word. Um, <laughs> okay. We that's my that spiritual happen. discipline, having the last word. Yeah, yeah. I'll just edit your voice and put the close. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, this is going to feel like, not for everyone, but for a lot of, I know it's felt like this for me, mm-hmm. particularly in the, in the early stages at, at times. It's going to feel like a duty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be, you know, uh, again, I think like dismiss the romantic thoughts of the disciplines mm-hmm. from your mind because yeah. if you're just doing this, you know, because it's in vogue right now mm-hmm. in um, in kind of evangelical mainstream, and it is, it's becoming, it has yeah. become kind of in vogue. Um it's, they're not fads. That's the good news because they've been around for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, but um, you anticipate the difficulty and the hardship that is going to accompany practicing the disciplines. Um, and then I think the good news is the more we engage in like the duty, quote unquote, of practicing the disciplines, the more it becomes a desire. Mm-hmm. And again, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Desire mm-hmm. is created by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it becomes delight, you know, that duty, yeah. duty, desire, and delight. I mm-hmm. do believe there is, there is, there are, um, there are seasons where when we engage and do the hard work of practicing consistently, rhythmically, the disciplines, God forms in us a heart that delights in them. Mm-hmm. And again, not delighting in the discipline themselves, but delighting in our encountering of God mm-hmm. and and realizing that the disciplines are really just preparing us mm-hmm. for. Um, for that space of encounter, right? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, it's been helpful for me as I've mm-hmm. um, 
again, very, very imperfectly um, endeavored to train, um, train in the disciplines. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should see the uh, the duty, desire, delight as maybe a circle um, or maybe a pretzel <laughs> more than like a trajectory, you know, yeah. um, because we do often go from duty to desire to delight, but yeah. then we often find ourselves back at desire or back at duty yeah. depending on the season of life. So we need yeah. to give ourselves the grace to understand that life is not up and to the right, so our spiritual lives aren't up and right. to the right all the time. Um, yeah, we we are all uh, a confusing conglomeration of emotions and ideas, yes. um, and the disciplines uh, allow the Holy Spirit to sort those out at yeah. times. Um, but sometimes life just jumbles it all up again. So we got to give ourselves grace for that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for our next conversation about this. Uh, Thanks for taking the time for this one. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Guys, thanks for listening, and we will be back to talk about the spiritual disciplines again in the next episode. Later. Later, skater. Thank you so much for listening to At Coffee with the Fold. I hope that this conversation was helpful as you pursue the healing and wholeness of Jesus. If you want to sign up for a Fold group and join community, if you want to attend an event on a Sunday morning, or if you're just looking for the next thing that's coming up that you can join with our community in doing, then make sure you go to thefoldgreenville.org or you follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time.